I'm looking over there and then I hear something kind of like run at me and grunt. Hair on the back of neck, my neck stands up today thinking about it. This thing probably stood eight to eight and a half feet tall. He was massive. This is the Crypto Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me as always is my co-host, Todd. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. How you doing? Oh, you know, chilling. Excited about this episode. Me too. Me too. Got another Bigfoot encounter. Uh, I think this guy's seen a chupacabra and a couple other things. A couple other things. I think a UFO. Maybe. He's He's so, been through it all. all, all so. I'm excited to hear this. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I want to say thank you to the listeners and everybody out there. Uh, we appreciate yes, it. Thank you all so much. We are over 40,000 downloads now. Yeah. So we. Yeah. So. It, it's just blowing our minds yep. how much this is growing. So thank you. And we'll continue to try to bring you good quality episodes with good encounters as much as we possibly can. So just wanted to give a shout Absolutely. out to you guys and appreciate that. So yep. let's, let's not waste any more time. Let's bring Kobe on. You ready? Yep. Let's get him. All right. Here we go. Hey, Kobe. How's it going, man? Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me. Been listening a lot. Doing all right. It's pretty fun to listen in. It's great to be a part of it now. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, it. That's good to have you. Appreciate it. So you've had um, several different things going on, but but you had your your main encounter that we're going to talk about first is you had a Bigfoot encounter in Texas. Is that right? Yep. Yes, sir. And how old were you when this happened? I was about seventeen. Okay. All right. So why don't you just tell us what was going on uh, the day that that this happened, what you were doing, um, what led into it, and uh, get into the story for us here. All right. So I was uh, working a job where I was uh, keeping uh, my dad's friend's land nice and clean, kept and everything. He lives, his land cornered up to the Sam Houston National Forest, which is a pretty decent national forest. And uh, what he liked to do is uh, we, we hunt out of the forest and uh you hunt off your land here and everything because everyone's got a good amount of land so uh we had it where uh it was a uh, cornered up right up to the national forest and the national forest wrapped around i'd say at least a good fourth of his property and we would clear out the trees about 200 to 300 yards in to the national forest all the low-lying brush and then uh back in a little bit further than that we would actually uh, just weed it around it and keep the smaller brush up. So it just slowly kind of tapered out to the open where his feeder was. So I was uh, back there in the very back pasture, button up against the corner. And I had my truck parked underneath some trees. It was probably about, it was about 400 yards from the tree line. And I was all the way past into the thick, thick brush where you couldn't see around you. And I was just taking care of some weeds and stuff, trying to thin out the bottom, looking at some game trails and uh, had my earbuds in. And I was weed eating and uh, I was sitting there weed eating, listening to some songs and a branch fell. Pretty decent sized branch. It wasn't massive. Nothing that would have killed me would have hurt. But uh, it was a pine branch and I looked up and it was a uh, just straight canopy of me. So I did. Uh, I grew up with a crazy believer mom 
who was like, I always made jokes. She, she would always knock on the back porch. And I just told her there was another crazy woman, three pastors down that was knocking back to her knocks. So I always <laughs> tried to, uh, and then my dad was complete non-believer. So I always tried to rationalize things before I got wow. too far into it. But, um, so I was thinking, all right, well, there's, there's a bunch of trees. There's probably dead brush up there. Something just fell down. And then, uh, right, right around after that, another, probably, probably three or four minutes go by and another branch falls. At this point, I'm thinking, all right, I don't know if this is a, if this is happening by coincidence, someone's playing a prank on me. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but I'm getting paid to do something. So I got to do it. So go back to weed eating. And then I, I, uh, I took out one of my earbuds so I could hear if anyone was walking around me or anything. And then I, I picked up on like a little snap, like, like, uh, I like to, now that I look back on it, I like to think like it was an intentional snap, like, Hey, I'm here so that you know that I don't know if it was a step on something or a snap off a tree. And then I, uh, I raised up my weed eater and ran it on high just thinking, Hey, probably some hogs or something. I'll probably run them off. Then I heard, uh, I heard another little, little snap. So I killed the weed eater. I took out my other earbud and it was a shoulder sling. So I just slung it down, uh, down over to the side. And I was, uh, sitting there, I was trying to peer off and you couldn't see probably six foot in front of you. Six to 10 foot is where you lost visibility into the woods. It's really thick brush. And, uh, I was just sitting there, slung my weed eater over to the side. I'm looking over there and then I hear something kind of like run at me and grunt like a stomp, 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 <clears throat> like just a, a deep grunt, but it could have passed for like a hog grunt. So I'm thinking, all right, there's hogs out here, but if I take off running right now, the hogs are going to go after me. They're going to know, Hey, we got them. We're going to spook them. And if I get caught up, I'm going to have to get up a tree or something. I'm not getting caught up by hogs. It's awful. So I just stood my ground right there and, uh, I actually was just peering in, seeing if I could see anything at all. And I couldn't, I couldn't see a thing. And then this next time it got louder and like bigger, like it was stomping on the ground, but I still thought hogs was stomp, 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 just big, deep grunt. And that sounded even closer. The first one was probably about like, probably like 50, 60 feet away. Second one, second one sounded like it was around 30 feet away. And then uh, I was like, all right. They're, they, they, they bluff a couple times. It's, it's just hogs. They're going to, they're going to move on go find some berries and I'm just going to go back to weed eating. And this last one, it was a grunt that was just crazy. It, it was, it was like just hair on the back of net. My neck stands up today thinking about it. And then I heard some loud, loud stomps and I saw brush, the brush that's 10 feet away from me shake. And I heard another loud grunt and I couldn't see anything. So I thought, all right, well, I'm not prey. I'm on top of the food chain, so I'm just going to stand up. I'm just going to walk out. So I stood up, walked out, and um, uh, get out to my truck. And I'm weeding around the trees on the truck, weeding around his feeder and his stand, make sure everything's cleaned up. And then a little bee pebble lands about two inches across, lands right next to my feet. So it it uh, it kind of hopped and stopped in the dirt. So it landed right next to me, but it, I feel like after I saw it, I feel like I would have, this thing would have easily hit me. So I look up and there's nothing there. 
So I just go back to weed eating. I go around the other side of the tree, start working my way, weeding, weed eating in the path to the truck. So that I'm close to the truck. And then I see another rock that was probably about six inches, a little bit bigger. And it landed same spot, just a couple of feet to inches away from me. It was right there. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go hop in the truck. So I go hop in the truck and I look up at the tree line and I see this massive, massive dark brown thing. And I went straight to debunk it, but my, my mind, cause I'm anything in my mind, anything's possible. I believe in God. If God wanted to create a Bigfoot, there's a Bigfoot out there. I mean, that's just how, that's how that works. Mm-hmm. But, um, so my mind's saying Bigfoot, 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 Bigfoot. And my entire, everything else is saying, no, look, there's shadows. No, look, there's something else, everything. So I pull out an old slide phone. It just slid up and had a full keyboard on it. Yeah. Take a picture of it. I remember uh, that phone. Yep. Oh yeah. It was, Mm -hmm. it was the lime green one. (laughs) So I slide that up and I take a picture of it. And after I take the picture, it's just standing there and I'm, I'm looking at it. I put my phone down and I just realized like, all right, this thing's not doing anything. So it's peering at me and it's just giving off this feeling of you're where you belong now. So I'm going to stay where I belong and make sure you stay where you belong. It was like a mutual agreement of I'm good here. You're good there. Let's keep it that way. So um, this thing probably stood eight to eight and a half feet tall. I never went over there and measured it because I was petrified. And I, I grew up I grew up in the woods since we were little bitty. We were running around in the woods during hurricanes, during the eyes of the hurricanes. We run around hunt every year. We, we grew up on a farm where we killed our own livestock. We, we did all that stuff. All the, all the necessary fun, fun things. So I wasn't, I wasn't new to the woods. We always went ATV in. We always went hiking. We always did stuff like that. So we're back there and I'm, I'm looking, or I'm back there and I'm looking and it's like, it's just a weird feeling. It's something that if I saw it like that, I wouldn't shoot it because it almost looked like a person in an ape costume. I don't know if it was a person in an ape costume. I just, who's, who's got the time of the day to put on an ape costume and run around where people are hunting. Right. Right. So it's, uh, the, the main thing that the height didn't really bother me. The main thing that bothered me was it was behind a full grown pine tree and we got, we got big pine trees out here and I could see shoulder on one side and the rest of the body on the other side. That's already pushing three, four foot out. Mm-hmm. And I saw the peck, his peck, saw his peck and his other shoulder and i'm telling you bodybuilder this dude could throw weight it's he was massive i saw his head poked out no neck uh i didn't really tell if it was a cone head it, was, it didn't really I, I wasn't really paying attention to like the cone head i just remember dark dark brown fur eyes eyes i could see white in the eyes but it looked like the color was black so you could see one leg and his uh, quad, I don't know if y'all are sports fans, but it, his quad would make Bo Jackson look look tiny. <laughs> so, hey, he was he was just massive. So I, I just stayed there and looked, and he stayed there and looked, and he he could have won, won a statue contest. He, he did not move at all, and it was almost amazing. I wish I could be like that whenever I'm hunting because he was just so still. And then after about 10, 15 minutes of us just looking at each other, realizing the neutral turf that we need to stay on from now on he just kind of disappeared into the woods 
So I go home. I didn't I didn't finish out. I actually got in trouble with my dad because I didn't finish that job that day. Because I was hmm. I was terrified to be out there. But um so I I go back and um uh I'm at home and I'm thinking I can't tell my dad about this. I was living with my dad at the time, not my mom. I was like, I can't tell my dad about this. I'm not going to call my mom because she's just going to freak out. But um, so I was like, I'm going to do, do the rational thing. So I, I went to sleep that night thinking on it. And I woke up and I grabbed my phone in my truck. And when I, when I left, it, it left, it was on dirt. So it left marks and those marks were still there. So I, I drove up and parked on those marks. And then I pulled up my phone and took the picture out. And you can, it's same time of day, no clouds in the day, just a beautiful Texas, Texas day where it's hundred percent humidity and it's 102 outside. And, uh, it's, a uh, he's, a uh, there's nothing there, no shadows casting, nothing that makes it look like the picture. And I was like, all right, well, I, I can say without a doubt, I saw him now. I've, I've had two encounters before that. But it was, it was like I saw something, but like I was young. I don't know if it was my imagination. I don't know if I'm remembering it wrong. But this one, it was, yeah, yeah, you, you saw him. There he was. There he goes. And, and uh, I'm just not going to get on his bad side. Right. Can you, um, can you describe any more of the facial features that you saw, Kobe? So he had, he had a, like, you know how, like, the apes have, like, the melon mouth? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't all the way like a melon mouth, but it was flatter than that. But it was poofy. You could tell it was poofy. His nose was a little flat, but it wasn't it wasn't a gorilla. It, it wasn't a human where it stood out. It was just you could tell that there was a nose there. There was two nostrils. And um his forehead, his forehead had no hair on it. He had a hairline from his forehead. And you could see the, the definition of like veins on him. You couldn't see on the picture because the phone was an old crappy phone. Right. Right. But he had the, uh, he had the veins. He was, he was puffed up. It was like, it was like an unthreatening puffed up. Like if you're walking around and you just want other guys to know that you're bigger because you know, you're bigger. It was like that. But, and it was, it was intimidating. I was six, three, two fifteen. And I felt, I felt like a, I felt like a little guy. Did you notice any smell? Honestly, I did not notice a smell, but hmm. then again, I was working in 102 degree heat with hundred percent humidity. So I, I was probably stinking pretty bad too. Right. <laughs> so I got to ask, do you still have those pictures? No, I do not. I was actually gonna tell you about that. Cause that phone had a different video on it that was taken completely on accident. I went to, uh, I went off to boot camp and I put that phone in my mom's gun safe. I said, this is the phone with the Bigfoot pictures. Do not get rid of it. And she was doing something cleaning the gun safe and she dropped the phone and it hit on the metal gun safe and it totaled old, that old phone. Oh, man. And she called me that day and she was like, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Cause the <laughs> other thing that was on there was actually, it was caught completely on accident and it threw me for a loop cause we didn't even see it the first time we played it. You said you were going to tell your mom. Did you end up telling her or anybody? Or? Uh, after I came to the conclusion of what I saw was what I saw, I did tell her. I didn't tell her where because I didn't want to go and bothering people. But she was so excited because she would hear whoops on our back porch. I never personally heard any whoops. I never saw tracks. But she saw tracks. She heard whoops. She heard tree knocks. I'm just pretty sure that there's another old crazy redneck lady that was 
four or five acres over that was hearing the same whoops mm-hmm. and calling back trying to get her to call back Probably. that was my joke with her they, they they were they were uh they were they were doing the phone game and there was probably bigfoot just sitting in between them laughing right because <laughs> that home was uh was right dead in the middle if you look up liberty county bigfoot sightings there was one year where there was 11 11 sightings and seven of which happened in between 20 or we call it rice road i don't, I don't remember the numbers on it we call it Rice Road, and uh, the road passed where we lived. So that was it. Was pretty cool to be able to say that. Yeah, there's a lot that goes on there in uh, eastern Texas for sure. People don't think of Texas as being wooded, but there's actually quite a bit of woods right there. That, like you said, the uh, forestry is is pretty dense there. So, and it's very swampy. I mean, where where I grew up, it was all rice plains. Okay. So what else? What else did you get into, Kobe? What else? What else happened to you? So, the other thing that I called on the phone was we were uh, we were underage and we were drinking and playing basketball. My friend's house is uh, they have three front pastures, then an acre where they live on, and then like six pastures to the side and behind them. They there was a little ranch that we helped out and worked on and everything. They, so we're we're drinking, we're all drunk and we're playing basketball because we all love sports and being outside. And it's late at night, and uh, I was I was better than my friend to say the least by a lot. So I told someone to video us playing and uh, we're, we're messing around. And uh, I remember in the video, I said, all right, this one's going in. And I ran up and I, I dunked on him, which he was a little bitty guy. So, and then uh, after that, uh, we uh, stopped the video. So then I'm, I'm at school the next day. And uh, I was showing my girlfriend at the time, the video. I was like, look, watch this, watch this. And she's like, are y'all drunk? I was like, yeah, we're drunk. She's like, <laughs> Did y'all see that? See what? And she played back the video, and a little light in the sky shot out into one of the side pastures. Like, from the side of the phone, shot left to right and stopped in the middle. And at first I'm thinking, all right, there's a helicopter. It was really fast for a helicopter, and it stopped on dime for a helicopter. But I was, I was a kid. I, I didn't do anything in the military yet, so I didn't know how helicopters could move. But then this thing in the video proceeds to make a circle going down bottom left, bottom right, top right, top left, a big circle. And then it does a little zigzag down and shoots straight up in the air, like gone, like that, just a flash. And we didn't see it the first night, but um, whenever she showed it, I went and showed all my friends. like, what? That's great. So then we went UFO hunting on top of us going out there and going Bigfoot hunting Mm -hmm. and going Chupacabra hunting Mm -hmm. and all that other stuff. But we never saw anything like that again. Could you estimate how big the... The, the light was based on how far away it was, do you think? Or? It was probably 30 acres off into the pasture. And it was big enough that we should we should have seen it. Mm-hmm. It was, I don't know if the phone picked it up better or whatever, but it was bright, bright on the phone. It looked like a shooting star shooting over. And that shooting star decided to make a couple circles, do some zigzags, and then fly straight up into the heavens. Man, too bad you don't have that phone still. Right? Oh, man. I still regret it. It and happens, now, though. after after my phone broke, I was actually talking about that story. I told my dad, and he's like, oh, yeah, the phone always breaks. Oh, the camera's <laughs> always blurry. Yep, spoken like a true skeptic. The non-believer. Right? Huh? I told him, he's, he raised me to be Christian. We're, we're devout Christians. And so my go-to for him is, if your God's not big enough to create a Bigfoot, then you don't have that much faith in God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's good that's point. a good one. Yep. So what else is going on over there in Texas, East Texas? You said um, something about a chupacabra? Yes, I did. We uh, were playing on hay bales, and we found an old 
coyote. At the time, we said it was an old coyote. And uh, so our fun game is king of the hay bale. And you got a line of hay bales, and you just run, and you just tackle people off of them. Real, real fun stuff when you're a little boy. Oh, yeah. We're probably about eight, nine, ten, and we found a sick coyote and it colored up inside the hay bales, one of the back pastures. So we run off and get my friend's dad, and uh, Mr. McGraw came out there with us, and he looked at it, and all I remember him saying was, "That's that's not a coyote. That's that's not a coyote." And the thing growled, but it was like a mixture of a purr and a growl. That's how I would describe it. It was it wasn't a growl that a dog would do. And then it stood up and ran like it was healthy as can be. And all I remember was it was a little black dot that I saw in the hay bale. It had, it had really extended canines. That's why I thought coyote. And uh, it had a really long tongue for a dog, which I'm, and I'm, I'm used to gauge. I mean, we, we've had masses of our lives. I have a St. Bernard right now. So I've seen long dog tongues, but this just, it looked unproportionate to this, this dog's body. So then we did some more, he did some more research on it. And I remember a couple of years later, he came to us, he said, well, you boys found a chupacabra in East Texas. Wow. That was, that was a really fun one. Was it, you said it was black looking or was it? It was very dark. It was okay. like, have you ever seen a mangy dog? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it was like a mangy dog, but it was like, it wasn't sick. You see a mangy dog. We, we used to, like I said, we had massive. We'd have to give our dogs oil baths or mm-hmm. else they get mange. Mm-hmm. We'd have to rub literal castor oil on the dogs. And it gets flaky and scaly looking. It wasn't like that. It was like this thing was naturally made to look mm-hmm. like it had mange. We we've this is our first chupacabra encounter. So yeah, congrats to, like to you guys. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm, that's awesome. Everything, um, everything's better in Texas. Yeah, the the chupacabra is it's it's interesting to me. Um, but you know they've actually filmed this thing. I've seen pictures of it. It's kind of like a gray hairless hybrid of a coyote. Mm-hmm. dog kind of thing and yeah it does and, have a very unproportional looking face or, or snout so to speak yes and what a lot of people like well things don't just sit there and suck blood they think of vampires they're sucking it through their fangs but it, like the the uh the vampire bat what they do is they use their fangs to saw a hole mm-hmm. and that lets the blood drain out and you the animal actually can't even feel it because their teeth are so sharp and they lick out the blood like a dog licks water so that's mm-hmm. the way i think that they work mm-hmm but I mean, there's plenty of animals that survive off of nearly just blood. And yeah. who's to say this thing doesn't scavenge for stuff and eat meat off of dead stuff and suck the blood off of dead stuff? I mean, there's right. there's a lot that could be going on. But but yeah, the chupacabra. I mean, it's very easily in my mind um, just kind of a hybrid kind of coyote kind of dog kind of thing that just kind of developed, became hairless or or whatever, and um, is just doing its thing. I think actually a lady had, had found a dead one in her yard too and actually froze it. Yeah, she did. And yes, too. that was actually in West Texas. Okay, wow. So, but yeah, that seems to be the place where they're at at down there. Um, but let's talk about Bigfoot some more, Kobe. What's your whole thoughts on on the Bigfoot thing? Where do you think where do you think Bigfoot came from? Um, how long do you think Bigfoot's been around? What's your whole philosophy on on the creature? So I have kind of a different view than people y'all have had on. Not not dissing anybody or trying to put anyone down because everyone no. has their own beliefs. No problem. Nobody know nobody knows the answer, um, yeah. do we? So, nope. so I'm a very devout Christian. I don't I don't believe in evolution or anything because my whole thing with evolution is a lot of people say, well, us and chimpanzees are 99% alike or 97% alike in the DNA field, and that, 
And then, I mean, I heard another guy who was actually an evangelist. He said, well, if that's the case, we also evolved from watermelons because watermelons are 98% water and we're 95% water. That's basically math. We evolved from watermelons. So that's, I mean, a lot of people don't, don't understand how, how it goes, how it goes both ways. There's not just a science answer. There's a, I believe in my religious answers. So with Bigfoot, I think it was an animal that was made by God. And I mean, I'm, I'm not the type of guy that's going to go out and go Bigfoot hunting to get a reward or prize. But I will tell you that even inside my, we don't own a lot of land right now because we just moved here from San Diego from where we were stationed. But if I walk outside, I carry a gun on me, 24-7. Mm-hmm. I will have a 1911 Colt 45, and it will be loaded down and ready to go. And that's not just for that. That's for other reasons. I mean, if people try to come after me and my wife is, and all that, and if I have to defend myself, I will defend myself. If I defend my family, I will defend my family. But other than that, hey, if you're cool on your spot and I'm cool on my spot, let's let's just be all right. Do you think these things are dangerous? <laughs> I think anything can be dangerous. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, it's all a perspective. I mean, you look at uh, everybody that isn't from around here or from around Florida or Louisiana, they're terrified of alligators. We'll, right. we'll go kayak up to a 10-foot alligator. That alligator didn't wake up in the morning thinking, hey, I'm going to eat me some uh, Todd this morning. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't wake up like that. They right. if given the opportunity that thing is a killing machine and it will i think it's the same thing with this you it's just like gorillas in the wild people some people can walk up and you can get 20 feet from the gorillas and they'll sit there and they'll they'll just be peaceful and they'll be okay and sometimes you push it too far and then you realize hey this thing this thing can end me right and i forgot to ask you earlier did did that thing look more like a human or like a like a gorilla to you or more like a caveman or, or to me it looked it looked more like, I want to say like a human chimpanzee. It looked like a monkey from the way it stood. Its arms were way too long to be human, all of that. And, um, and uh, it was just the way it held itself. It didn't hold itself like there was a human soul knowledge there. Like how we, because you can see how a dog holds themselves. They hold themselves. They're, they're sniffing. They're looking around. They're very alert. People are very not alert. Unless you live out in the middle of the woods, you're not alert. You're not looking around. You're not saying, hey, I smell hogs. Hey, I hear something walking. Hey, you're not able to focus on one thing and yet still observe everything. This thing was, you could tell that, hey, I got eyes on you. But just so you know, I I got everything around me too. This is mine. Mm -hmm. He probably wasn't alone either, I'm guessing. What did you think when the rocks come flying? You had to at that point been like, wait a minute. Somebody's playing playing jokes with me here. I watched I watched all the um I watched all the uh old finding Bigfoots and everything and growing up I watched uh Monster Quest, Lost Tapes, all that stuff. I, I loved it growing up. But um I, I saw that rock land, I was like, All right, there's there's something up here and the safe spot for me to be in is inside that truck. That's that's when that second rock the first rock landed and it was like, All right, that was that was weird, but as soon as the second rock landed, it's like, if it happens once, then okay. But as soon as it happens twice like that, yeah, no, it's something's actually up. Why do you think Bigfoot hasn't been discovered by science? Do you think? Uh, well, it's it- just like everything else. I mean, it takes us forever. I mean, there's there's literally 
I, I saw it somewhere. Uh, there is people say that there's more species that have been undiscovered than species that have been discovered that are real and are extinct. Just because we don't know how many have been undiscovered. You can't just say 12. I mean, that's the, the big thing I like when people say is like when people have all knowledge, they'll draw, this, draw a circle and they'll say this is infinite knowledge. This is like Christians believe in God. This is God's knowledge. Let's say the smartest man in the world had 5% of that knowledge and they draw a little bitty line at 5%. And when you look at that circle, you see how much we don't know. I just, I love that. Yeah. And, and to mention the fact that they're elusive, elusive creatures. Very elusive. I didn't know it was there and he was 10 foot away from where I knew he was there. I couldn't see him and he was 10 feet away from me. Right. Right. Being given as big as they are, actually, they're still that elusive too. So and it's, well, I've been doing it's, this for a while. Yes, they, they have been. And it, the way I look at it, it's like, uh, like with Christians, uh, the recent discovery that they had a few years ago, they had, they found Egyptian chariots in the Dead Sea. When you have a story, like you have the story of Moses that has been told for ages, that's given on account in the Egyptian standpoint, in the Jewish standpoint, and several different other standpoints, and then you find the proof of it, I mean, there's there's no turning that back. I mean, whenever you have people who are in the Himalayas that have drawings of big creatures that are walking around, that are furry, and then you have people that are were Cherokee and they're in the Appalachian Mountains, or Cheyenne, whichever ones were in the Appalachian Mountains, um, and they have the same picture. But these people weren't together for however many years that they weren't together. It's just right. It's 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 too too ironic. Me, you you it takes more faith not to believe than it takes for faith to believe. You're right. It does. That's true. Yeah. It's it's you, you if you don't believe you just got a closed mind in my opinion. I mean exactly. If if you it's I call it ignorance. The yeah. whole ignorance is bliss. If you're gonna sit there and say. There is no way on this earth that there is a Bigfoot. There has never been a Bigfoot, and there never will be a Bigfoot. You're about yeah. the most ignorant person in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've said it before. When, when were gorillas discovered? Look, yeah. look how massive gorillas are discovered right. in what the, the the 30s or the 70s, somewhere in that area of the 1900s. It was early 1900s, but yeah, they were mm -hmm. 20s or 30s or something. Like that. And it's not for lack of people being there. And then you had the old, and just like with the Bigfoot thing, you had the native tribes there that had the the drawings and they knew that there was mountain gorillas there you know you don't run up on a mountain gorilla they had all the stories and people are like ah that's hoopla same thing with the komodo dragon someone said dragons are real no they're not and someone brings back an eight foot lizard and then hey dragons are real right mm -hmm. yep. so what's your thought on aliens then unique thought on aliens that i have not heard a lot of other people say um in my belief uh i don't believe in ghosts i told you i had ghost stories i just call them ghost stories because everyone calls them ghost stories uh, and the Bible, whenever you die, you you go to judgment. You go to sleep, but I believe it's like a sleep. Like whenever you go down for surgery, you blink your eyes, you wake up, and you just, after 10 seconds, you just finished a four-hour surgery. Mm -hmm. I, I believe it'll be something like that. So you go to judgment, and then you go to heaven, or you go to hell. And that's the way God designed it. So uh, when Lucifer was fighting against God, uh, I read this somewhere. I do not know if there's scripture to back it up. But I've been digging and digging trying to find this. It said that of um, God threw a third of the archangels of Lucifer, not archangels, uh, Lucifer's army, which were what we call now demons. He threw a third of them into the fiery sulfur pits of hell. He threw a third of them in, a third of them across the earth, and he threw a third of them out amongst the stars. So, in my belief, it is Satan's trying to win you over, and. People are curious. It's like with the ghost thing. I think that 
I think the to answer your question, I think aliens are demons. I think it's a demonic presence that's going to, whenever they do show up here, it's going to be peace and win us over. They're going to be peaceful, but that's what they want. They want to win us over. Just like with ghosts. Back in the day, the old, uh, it was an old, I want to say it was an Inuit Alaskan saying or tribe, and it's called Don't Follow Grandma into the Woods. So a kid's grandma dies, and he always went and picked berries with grandma at this one spot, and only him and grandma knew about this spot. And he saw his grandma at the edge of the woods at their spot, and she kept on going into the woods, and he kept on chasing her until he got lost, and he was consumed by something that he knew. But nowadays, if a ghost ran behind me on my camera or behind one of y'all on y'all's camera, all three of us would be intrigued because we're curious. We want to know what that was. It, it doesn't right. matter if it was my grandpa, one of y'all's grandpas, or some stranger that we didn't never know. We're curious, and we want to know. Mm-hmm. That's how easy it is to grab our attention. I believe that it's a demonic force trying to grab our attention. Gotcha. Okay. So do you think things can come in and out of this world um, via portal kind of thing? Or what do you think about that? Yes, I do. I believe that there is a presence that there there is interdimensions. There are two dimensions. There is the old earth and there will be the new earth. That's what it says in Revelation. And it is what it happens is, I mean, let's say people say that demons are here. Demons can come from their plane where they're at. This is my belief. I say, if there's any very devout Christians that can prove me wrong, please do, because I'm always there for knowledge. Um, my belief is that they can come from their plane to our earth. When they're walking around invisible, where you can't see, you don't just see demons walking around. If you do, I am so sorry. That is an awful lie. <laughs> but you don't just see demons. But whenever they become visible, that's them entering our plane. That's our dimension. Gotcha. That's what I believe with the whole portal. I, I have a whole story on portal. It was uh, in a house that we grew up in that was crazy. That's why the hellhound that I told y'all about that th- I saw that. Do you think there's any link between uh, aliens and Bigfoot? I don't think there's any. I hope not because I hope Bigfoot's <laughs> not demonic. I, I love him too much. I want him to just be a good God made animal that's that's here for his reasons. Yeah, same and, here. Yeah, I, I, I want Bigfoot to be good. Kobe, we appreciate you coming on and telling your stories, man. Yeah, man. It's been yes, fun. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. If I could say one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone that's listening, uh, you're listening for a reason. You have a soul. Just like the men and women for this country died for you to have your freedom, someone died for that soul, and he loves you, and he wants to know you. So reach out. If you don't know anything about God and you want to learn about Jesus, read Matthew, and that shows the love of Christ. Uh, all right, love man. All y'all, and right love on. all y'all blessed. We appreciate it. Amen. Thank you. You of have course. a good one. If you see anything else or run into anything out there, you let us know for sure, okay? Heck yeah, man. Oh, yes, sir, I will. All right, bud. You okay. take care. I look forward to talking to you some more. Yeah. All right, we'll see you. Yes, sir. All right, Kobe. Well, that's some pretty interesting stuff. That guy has actually uh, seen a lot of stuff and been yeah, through some man, stuff for was, sure. That was wild. Yeah. 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 It was uh, quite an encounter he had there. Right. I think he did the right thing by getting in his truck once the uh, rocks started flying. Oh, most certainly, yeah. <laughs> Too bad he doesn't have that phone still. I know. Man, that would have been sweet. Um, we're going to be going to a show in November, right? Yep. Crypticon. 21st and 22nd. Right. Just letting right. that let that out there. If you guys want to come out and say hello, we will be there. Yeah, so if you're in Lexington, Kentucky, come on by. Exactly. Exactly. And if you've had an encounter and you want to come on our show, get a hold of us on Facebook or Instagram. You can email us at Twitter. info. Twitter. Twitter as well. Uh, info at cryptidcreatures.co. You can email us there as well and, and, and let us know. We yep. can talk to you. And uh, just know that this is a safe place to come tell your story and uh, no ridicule. And um, 
we'd That's love right. to have you on. So appreciate it, everybody, for sure. And uh, even if you don't want to, uh, you know, come on the show and talk and, and say your name, just send us the story and say you want to be left anonymous and we'll just read it. Right. Right. Yep. Which we do have a show like that coming up soon. We've got quite a few stories we got to get read. So yes, we do. Right. Well, Brian, thanks again for hanging out with me, man. Yeah, man. It was fun. Yeah. As always. Always a good time. Right on. Until next time, I will talk to you later, man. Right on. See you. See ya.